Good. So let's start a bit talking about the U.S. with the interest rate outlooks. How are they looking for us here? Well, it seems to be changing all the time. I mean, last in the last uh, six months or so, we had wild swings where the market was expecting a rate hike in June, and then after um, we started to, uh, after last the uh, markets around the world started to. Uh, into deflationary territory and the oil price dropped and then the outlook, the outlook got pushed out and uh, then in the recent um, job data, the strong job job data, the market was expecting a hike, the first hike in June and then all the um, currencies including the RAND weakened. And uh, now the most recent uh, statement from the Fed is that it looks like it's been pushed out a bit. So there's been wild swings over the last six months, so nobody really knows. Well, it's hard and to know, isn't it, Avin? Because, I mean, Janet Yellen, the, the, the Fed chair on this, said on Friday policy tightening could, be spe- could speed up, could slow down, could pause, or could even reverse course, depending on the actual and expected developments in, in the U.S. economy. I mean, that gives really no direction, does it? Yeah, no, they, I mean, they are clearly changing their mind, and uh, I, I am a bit concerned because I feel that the rate has, has to normalize. It, it creates a lot of other distortions in the market. And uh, I think, uh, you know, as long as this continues, the market is going to continue to be quite volatile. Hmm. I mean, let's just turn to, to the Eurozone troubles. I mean, in the EU, the officials say Greeks, uh, are after collection of ideas, they, they could be running out of cash by April 20th without a deal. I mean, are, are we back into the Greek story again? Yeah, it seems. I mean, you know, it was actually just not too long ago in February that we were in a similar situation and uh, a lot of cash was being withdrawn out of the Greek banks. And, uh, you know, after the, after the election, it looks like, it looked like we had some kind of, um, some kind of, uh, improvement in, in the Greek, Greek situation. But now, uh, the, the main bailout creditors of Greece, Germany being one of them, uh, it looks like, uh, yeah, they're struggling to reach some kind of resolution. And, uh, Greece is running out of cash and, uh, a, a, a run on the banks would be a crisis. I mean, it would be the, the, the tipping point for Greece. So, yeah, we're back into, um, into concerning territory again. I mean, Greece is hoping to raise some, some 3 billion euros today. I mean, that decision's possibly on the cards today, but Greece has to put together this reform list, which we've been waiting for since Friday. They, they still haven't delivered that. I mean, is, is there a way of guaranteeing and, and giving that, that kind of surety, that certainty to the market, that you're able to pay your debts? I mean, that's something that ESCOM faces, Sanrol faces on e-tolling. This is not a, a story that's, that, 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 that's you know, kind of hidden to South Africans. We know this one quite well. Yeah, the thing with the Greek situation is they, you know, they they just at the start of this road in terms of becoming self-sufficient, and I think it's a long way to go before they can actually prove or they can actually get to a point where they become self-sufficient and are not dependent on the rest of the EU countries for help. And you know, the the, the other countries are already starting to um, throw in the towel. So I can't see how this can be resolved because. You know, it's going to be quite some time before Greece gets back on track and is able to pay all its debts and is able to reform its economy. 
So, yeah, I'm concerned. I'm wondering whether, the, whether Germany comes up and says, well, I think we have enough. I don't think Greece can actually, Greece can actually stay in, in, in the Eurozone or in the, in the state part of the European Monetary Union. I mean, mm. some of the other countries, like Spain, are speaking out against Greece. So <laughs> they, like, they're almost it's, like this. It's ironic to hear that coming from Spain. I mean, being part of the pigs countries, those ones that are failing the Eurozone. And, and I mean, are we just shaping up to see more effigies of Angela Merkel being burned in Greece because they don't want the German tax collectors coming in and reforming their tax system? Uh, I mean, one, one more story we need to talk about, and that's on oil. Uh, where is it going today? The price of oil has fallen once again. Nigeria, uh, which, which is one of our oil-producing countries, has just had an election. It's been marred by violence. There's a possible deal in Iran, which could bring new supplies into the market within months. Is the prospects for oil looking bleak this year? Well, the thing is, you know, it's difficult to make a call on the short term because you got in, in, you got. Um Incidences like the situation in the Middle East affecting it, Africa, uh, and then uh, you got a whole lot of supply coming out from fracking. But you know, at the end of the day, at this price, the the producers are not going to be able to manage the situation because if you look at if you look at the debt of the oil sector as a whole, the total debt of the oil sector is sitting at about two and a half times the level it was sitting at in 2006. And in 2006, the oil price traded between $60 and $80 a barrel. So at, call it mid-$50, you know, something's going to have to give. And uh, I don't know, I, I don't see the oil price staying around these levels in the kind of medium to longer term. But in the short term, they, it, it's difficult to make a call on where the oil price settles. But... Uh, there, there are a number of other cases. The, the other thing is the big oil companies, uh, I mean, they're going to start to cut back on CapEx and they're going to start to cap or, uh, cut back on exploration and that's going to affect future volumes. So at some stage, the markets are going to start pricing this in. So I don't expect oil to stay around these levels. I don't know where it's settled, but I don't think the mid-50 levels is the level that's going to, that's going to balance the, the demand and supply situation.